Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Dungeons and Derek. This is a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast. My name is Derek Letman, and I am your dungeon master. And I'm joined today by three of the greatest darn people on Earth, uh, Jess, Greg, and Stephanie. What? Um, you what? think that about us? Oh, shoot. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> on the record? <laughs> three oh. of the seven billion greatest people on Earth. There you go. Three? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, cool. Um, uh, why don't you, uh, you uh, introduce yourselves? Um, Stephanie, you want to lead us off? Uh, sure. I'm Stephanie. Um, I'm a scientist. Ask me about DNA. Um, and I'm also Elysia Ravenwood. Don't ask uh, her about DNA. <laughs> but do ask don't her know about what DNA, DNA is. Do, yeah. Do they know what D- DNA is in D&D? It doesn't, it doesn't exist, right? Well, not... well, we're homebrewing this, so like, we'll go where we... the RP takes us, man. Well, let me tell you about the small electron microscope that was discovered 443 years ago and how that has made magical DNA discoverable. I'm by... so upset. <laughs> oh, sorry. My name's Greg, and I play Adair McConifer, who is uh, insufferably... Uh, knowledgeable and i am not so uh, <laughs> i will do my best to make up things that sound reasonable even though i have no idea what i'm talking about ever ask you about dna ask me about nothing <laughs> you will get no good answers ask him about dna and see what happens <laughs> ask me no more questions i'll tell you no more lies and the just, boys are in the bathroom zipping up the flies are in the city this these are in the park, park. Like Miss Susie and her boyfriend are kissing in the DA. Dark, 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 dark. My name is Jessica, and this is Dungeons and Derek's. One Derek, one dungeon, one Derek per customer. And Jess, who's your character? My my character's name is Mercury Hellbreeze, and she is just a delight. Cool. Hellbreeze. I didn't know that. Cool. So is you have uh, the scent of her being just a totally, you know, neutral good or mm-hmm. good, good, you know, mm-hmm. totally good, good. That's how she acts. Yeah, totally she's, good, good. Yeah, I see her as being a a good, 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 good. not lawful good, a good, good, a good, good. Um, anything y'all want to get on the record before we uh, dive back into the world of Axis? Just my standing objections, Your Honor. Uh, noted. <laughs> <laughs> That was the correct response. <laughs> no, you, actually, yes. <laughs> that is fantastic. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything I could say that can be held against me in the court of law, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm Great. cool. All right. So uh, let's go for a quick little recap. Um, so continuing the investigation of a break-in at the shop of a local chocolatier named Fontaine, our heroes visited the Axis Zephyr, workplace of the food critic Tothar. Ullard, the half-orc editor of the newspaper, shared Tothar's address with the party, who quickly moved to check out the apartment. There, they found a note referencing an interview that was to take place at a new candy shop called Durazar's Delights. The crew traveled to the shop where they encountered two assistant chocolatiers, Gorg and Gizek. The assistants, with the aid of a chocolate creature, attempted to end the hero's investigation but were quickly bested. The heroes continued into the back of the shop where they found Tothar tied up and a portal leading to chocolatey realms beyond. In search of Durazar, the party plunged through the portal. Nice alliteration. Thanks. 
Um, so uh, you guys have just passed through the uh, the uh, uh, sphincterial portal. Why? Um, yeah, the, the the body temperature brown portal. Yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't realize when I was uh, when I was sort of conceiving this that like a <laughs> a chocolate themed D and D adventure is going to lead to like a lot of poop and butt jokes. Um, so so I apologize are. to everyone. I apologize to good taste. But it's also this is our debut. This is uh, what we yes, chose to right. put out first. Well, right. and that's what I was gonna say. If we if we needed a better introduction to our personalities, there is none. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not all butt stuff, but it's mostly, <laughs> mostly butt, butt stuff. stuff. Yeah. Consensual butt stuff. And would you say our personalities, or is it our personality? We just kind of have one collective personality at this point, and it's. Butt I stuff. certainly meant personality, but personalities as a collective, yes. Uh. I'm so fine, good. motherfucker. Your fucking <laughs> syntax and shit. <laughs> no, there wasn't syntax. It was me saying that we're a unit. All four of us are a unit. Right? Right. It was a it was a loving correction. I know, but I decided to defensively because that's my personalities. You know what? You know what? Fine, we're fighting now. So the uh, the three of you, along with uh, the dwarf reporter Tothar, um, are in uh, find yourselves in a massive cavern, apparently carved out of a chalky brown stone. And there's sort of this like low dim light suffusing the area. Anyone who doesn't have dark vision, you can still see a little bit, um, but definitely it, it's dark. If you don't have a light source, it's going to be tricky to see your way around and, and maybe avoid tripping um, and all that stuff. My question is, okay, I do have dark vision. Is it present day cacao-esque, but they wouldn't know that? Uh, I think that's about right. It uh, is for sure stone, or can I roll to find out or... Um, you you can probably go and you know just like you know touch it um, or lick it or or I mean sure if that's yeah I don't think she would but part of me wants to but I don't know that that's character driven. <laughs> um, she would probably make Tothar lick it. Um, so you guys are sort of on a bluff or or a cliff overlooking this this huge cavern. You can see kind of off in the distance down below you. There's some kind of some kind of skirmish or something going on. Uh, you can see lots of motion, and uh, uh, you can hear strangely kind of humanoid grunts and sounds sounds of battle. Okay, so just to recap, kind of our I guess motivation here, we um, came upon the boss of the candy factory hidden behind a door. Once we got through the door, he was gone, but the the butt portal was there, so yep. we can assume that he went through the butt portal. And then Adair, being himself. Just went on through and the rest of us followed. Is that correct? Sounds accurate to me. All right. Is there a portal behind us? Uh, there is not. As you enter, the, the portal sort of, you know, spins down and, and, and contracts. Um, okay. It suddenly vanishes into a point. It was a two-dimensional portal that has fizzled. It wasn't a one-dimensional portal. I mean, a one-directional portal, rather. Uh, you, correct. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like a temporary, um, yeah, 2D kind of portal. Are any of the voices that we're hearing similar to the ones that were chanting that we heard? Um, why don't you roll uh, perception? Why don't you tell me to roll perception? I did. Oh, 13. Um, with a 13, um, you hear you hear battle cries. You hear, you know, ha, who have at thee? No, you don't hear tinks. You don't hear tinks. <laughs> um, I want to be, let the record show there are no tinks. You just have to um, do that for uh, okay, got it. Yeah, but huh, boo, 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 boo. mostly like fist fisticuffs is happening. Yeah. So Derek, what I had initially envisioned was um, 
Age of Empires 2, when you send your uh, little minions to attack a castle, you hear their swords tinking and they're going, hoo, ha, hoo, but without any of the tinks. Sounds tinking, yeah. Yeah. Sands tinking, sounds sands. Either way, some yeah. kind of French word. Right. Okay, nerd. Um, so what is the what does it look like that two different sides are, or more than two? What are um, the who are the combatants? I hate to make you roll perception all the time. Uh, why don't you roll perception? I'm um, just to, just kind of see how how clearly you can make out exactly what's going on. I hate to make you roll perception, but, but roll perception. What did I buy these dice for if not to roll them? Uh, Sixteen. You know, you're a half-elf. You've got pretty keen eye. Uh, you've got those half-elven eyes. Uh, your elf, your half-elf eyes see <laughs> that the two sides of the battle seem to both be chocolatey, oozy creatures, kind of like the one uh, that you saw in the in the candy factory. But unlike the one that you saw in the candy factory, these are are speaking in common um, and shouting at each other and vocalizing. Hmm. Can we see? any sign of where the chocolatier may have gone, like footprints, um, a, the... a cloak whipping around the corner. Yeah. Now that sounds like investigation to me. Okay. Oof, eight. You can see kind of around the portal, you can see some faint uh, some faint footsteps leading off generally to the north. We're, we're calling it north. Assume that, you know, assume that you went whatever direction you came out of the portal is north. So straight ahead, okay. um, roughly, which is the same direction the battle is in. Okay, then I'm just going to say, look, footprints, uh, do we want to follow this guy? Listen, I'm uh, feeling very disoriented. I think we uh, this guy should go first and tell us what's going on. Who, Torvald? Yes. What's his name? Torvard? Tormund? It's still Tothar. Uh, All right, I I'm push sorry. him I push Your him names forward. are so difficult. I'm sorry, these dwarven names. You know, it wouldn't really do us much good to be sending forward someone who doesn't really want to be looking or you know is trying to make sure we don't keep on going forward i'll i'll lead on and see what we can't find you're old dude i'm here to protect i don't need to be protected i'm old it's okay if i die <laughs> but like i'm trained in the arts of stealth and observation so perhaps i actually ought to be the one to take point what about like the fact that we may not be able to go home because like we went through chocolate? Like, are we not concerned about that at all right now? We compartmentalize those feelings where I'm from. But 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 again, like this is the point I've been making. Why are we going to so much trouble just to make a like a couple hundred gold? Like we're now away from like civilization. So are you suggesting we just make a new home among the chocolate people? I'm saying we're crazy. We're making bad choices. And and I'm not and I'm not usually the one to suggest that that's the case, but as of right now, I'm very loathful of the choice that was just made. Oh, well, then th let's just go hop back through the portal that isn't there. My point exactly, bitch. Well, now let let's let's think about this logically. There are three people here who are kind of aimless in their life. I'm done with my academia. We have a half-elf who's uh, who's aged out of her life of 
joy in her rich house. And we have a aimless gladiator with no purpose and no drive in life who just lives to get drunk. So excuse me. Maybe this is actually our way of finding some kind of reason. And we do a job well and it will lead us to something better in our lives rather than doing something half-assed. Coming from a guy who spent his entire life studying to become something, which I don't even know what it was or give a crap. And now all of that's down the toilet, potentially? No, it lives on forever in the Chronicles. I am just seeking the potential to add to those Chronicles. Fine, fuck it, let's go. I'll lead. Lead on. Fine. Uh, she she trudges ahead and, like, <laughs> randomly, like, strikes the wall to, like, in case, like, they're, they're fake things hitting, like, hiding Stop there. Stop hitting the walls. I don't doing? know. I don't know where we are. I'm trying to get a sense of my orientation. You're going to attract chocolate people. I don't want it. <laughs> You're going to attract worms. So as you uh, as you sort of travel north toward the battlefield, uh, you can hear that the, the sounds of the battle start to kind of wind down. Um, it sounds like it's ending. And it looks like of the two sides, it's kind of becoming clear who has, who has won. And before long, the other side, the other side kind of routes um, and a few bruised, defeated-looking oozes uh slime off to if we're calling straight ahead north uh, we'll, we'll call it to the east i also want to scope the surroundings now that we're outside right is that what you're saying we've passed or like yeah. closer to like seeing we're on the we were on a cliff right right and so you so you've kind of you know switched back made your way down uh the, the side of the cliff and now you're in sort of the main area of the cavern I have two questions. Mm-hmm. Could the portal have healed us like a long rest or a short rest? <laughs> and second of all, are there any <laughs> um, any like mirror world indicators that this is the same world, but like flipped around and in chocolate? Okay, first question. <laughs> um, I think you I think you've got a good opportunity to take a short rest um, if you want to do that. Just you know sit and and sip some water and and lick your wounds as it were i think i'd like to do that a little bit sure but but if my teammates are okay with that no i love it i love it let's uh let's eat some dirt <laughs> i mean hopefully chocolate hopefully dirt come on. i mean we never did an inventory we didn't know where we were gonna head last time i i did anything was have that weird questionable stew don't worry i've been stuffing my pockets with candy as we've been going candy <laughs> all i need is a Werther's original, and I'm fine for a day. <laughs> That's how come old people can live so long. They just Werther's original and two saltines. Yes. <laughs> um, so just to uh, just to review the mechanics um, for resting. Um, so for a short rest, <laughs> close your eyes. Light up. Blink, take short rest. <laughs> close your eyes. Focus on your breathing. <laughs> um, you take at least an hour um, during which you don't do anything strenuous, um, okay. you know, nothing other than eating, drinking, talking, reading, that kind of thing. Right. Um, at the end of your short rest, uh, you can spend uh, spend your hit dice uh, up to your up to your maximum number of hit dice um, and roll them to recover that many hit points. Ooh, six, seven. I feel amazing. Cool. How's everyone doing hit point wise? Full. I'm full up. Uh, I'm just short three now. I'm not going to okay. waste another roll. Um, yeah, so you let, let's say you t- you take some time to you know recover and catch your breath and and form your your battle plan such as it is. Um, at All the right. Top of the... While we're doing this, I am gonna try to surreptitiously taste a pebble. Like okay, you know, I mean the the walls look like chocolate, so I just sure. Know. 
Well, yeah. I'm doing it not surreptitiously. Sur- 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not. But I'm taking notes. Surreptitiously? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm taking notes and uh, documenting what we are finding. Okay, so so you just like crunched into a rock? I put it in my mouth. Okay. So to absolutely no one's surprise, um, the the rocks taste like like baking chocolate, basically like complete completely unsweetened chocolate, uh, very very bitter, um, not really not really pleasant, but chocolatey. But one thing you do notice is it's extremely hard. So like if you if you tried to bite down really hard on it, uh, you would break one of your teeth. It seems like. Mm. So it's like the the texture of actual rock but it tastes like chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Are they like jawbreakers where if I just keep this rock in my mouth that'll go away eventually? Um, I don't know. You want to just you want to just yep. say that Adair has a yep. chunk of, okay. Yeah, I, I have that question and so I uh jot a little note uh entered mouth at <laughs> Um so I think given that you guys took some time to to rest, uh, by the time you make it to the bottom of the cliff, the losers of the battle have completely fled the scene and the victors have kind of gathered in a rough circle around sort of the center of the battlefield. And, uh, it seems like one of them is, is kind of, uh, is, is, is talking sounds like some kind of like ritual. He, he's reciting something. He's, he's not like, he's talking in a not conversational matter, uh, as if he's, as if he's given a presentation or, or a recitation of something. Oh, what's he saying? Uh, as you get closer, um, you just hear hear the very end of it. You just uh, you hear him say, "And holy prophet, please accept our unworthy offering and continue to show your mercy to the devout residents of Nut Colony." Uh, um. Once he once he finishes this, you can see some of the other creatures take what look to be the somewhat desiccated corpses of of the losers who didn't survive, and dump them in what seems to be a, a pit or, or a grave uh, in the middle of the battlefield. So this was a serious battle. This was not like, it wasn't like some ex- exercise or yeah, it, like people it, died. It doesn't have the air of being like, yeah, a tournament or a mock fight of any okay. sort. It seems like like these, these creatures were actually. Okay. How exposed n- not, are we to them? The, so the terrain is is quite uneven. Um, so there's definitely definitely boulders or, or crevices in the ground that you could hide in. Okay, I'm gonna so we probably did. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, let's say that we're all together hiding behind something so that we can. Well, if we're all hiding. But I, I probably don't even notice or think of hiding. I'm just kind of trying to figure out. And I am curious if there is anything in that uh, in the ending of the prayer that sounds similar to uh, other prayers of other religions, or if there is a uh, anyone who might have referenced a prophet similarly to this before? Yeah. Um, do you want to roll in knowledge religion? Uh, sure. Let me go ahead and do that. That would be a 29. What? <laughs> okay. Um, so you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was it a natural twenty? It was a nineteen, what? and I have plus five in religion. But it's not just a proficiency; it's an expertise. So I double oh my, my God, bonus. Oh my god, dude! Wow! 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 wow. Okay. So you, yeah. So you instantly Google through your flawless <laughs> database of of religious prayers, um, and you you don't find like this is this is very similar to a lot of sort of like you know totemic or or shamanistic or whatever. Um, uh, religions, you know, 
some kind of like devotion or or like an offering to some sort of like local local god or or religious figure or something but you don't find anything that's like a one-to-one match um for this do i believe that the the sort of totemic um religion that this might be parallel to would be open to the possibility of uh divine intervention through unexpected means like i can go in there and say that we've been sent are you trying to pull a c3po (laughs) yes yeah can i c3po this i I mean please i mean like i'm I'm not yeah i mean okay do do i find it reasonable in my history knowledge to try at very least i'm I'm not sure how i know no i'm not sure i know how to answer that um (laughs) in in terms of like in terms of your knowledge of religions um uh, yeah, I mean, you get the hunch that it's probably not okay. unrealistic. Okay, then, um, like, can we insert? Like, do you know of like some prophecy that we could insert ourselves into that would ingratiate ourselves into them? Uh, I believe that if we um, simply were to go up to them and say that the prophet has found their uh, offering to be adequate and has sent us not as prophets but as uh, as tools of the prophet to give the protection that they prayed for and that they're seeking, they may connect the immediacy of this response to their offering. And I think it may avoid a situation like we had uh, with seemingly mindless chocolate creatures at the factory, whereas these ones seem intelligent, it may be best to avoid a fight. We could also hide and wait for them to leave. We're waiting for chocolate people to leave a chocolate cavern. I, kinda, yes. I this doesn't look like a home. I like the idea of being treated like a god. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Thor, Thormund. Yeah. Twilum. It's 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 Tothar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm very very far out of my <laughs> out of my element. But so you're with me on the hiding then. Hiding sounds great. Right. That's uh, uh. Hmm. uh how about this? Stone you two parchment hide. shears. <laughs> Sorry, what? Stone parchment shears, anyone? Oh, I mean, I'm not going to play against you. Oh, no, um, I mean, we're on the same team. Well, how about this? Why don't you two hide? And if there's any trouble, you can either come rescue us later or intervene in the ensuing skirmish if there is one, if there's trouble. So just hide and see what happens. Is, was there? Could we tell by the way that the, the gait of these chocolate people that they moved slowly or molassesly? I mean, they, <laughs> so they, yeah, so, so, molassesly. So just to be clear, these are like these are like oozes. Um, they sort of like form, you know, they they form shapes and like there's there's definition to them, but they aren't like they aren't bipedal or humanoid in any way. So we could run, outrun them. In theory. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen, you know, one of them at, at the equivalent of a dead sprint, but but yeah, that's probably a pretty safe bet. I think that's where my thought process is, is that the, our threat level is low based off of what I've seen so far. That's However, my assessment. The ground here is extremely uneven, so you'd find it very difficult to, you know, to sprint. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. I uh, walk up to them and say, the prophet has heard your prayers and he 
wishes for continued protection for your tribe and have sent us to provide that protection. Prophet be praised, says the uh, the one who was encanting earlier. Our <laughs> prayers have been answered. <laughs> All right, then, but let's get in on this. Let's get out. Get out there. Us too. Oh. And, We're also and there, holy. And there's more. The, the prophet is truly generous. As the as it is known, the prophet's blessings come in fours. We we did not know this, but we shall add it to the scripture. <laughs> the I, prophet's I, I, blessings come in fours. I rib uh, Alice uh, <laughs> Adair real hard. <laughs> Fucking pushing it, dude. <laughs> and we we are weary from our our descent into your plane. And we ask that you show us to shelter so that we may live amongst you and provide you the protection you need. Yes, we we shall give you whatever we can to aid you in your holy quest. And then you shall lead us to victory over the wretches of Toffee Town. Yes? Toffee. Toffee's disgusting. Absolutely. Those unbelievers of Toffee Town. They are yes. not believers Heathens. of the prophet. But coffee's good. Toffee. It's a totally different thing. Coffee. Yeah, but we like coffee. So yeah, do, you guys have, do you all have coffee? We we do not know what this coffee you speak of is. It's a it's a when chocolate and toffee meet, and and we're here to bring on the even even tide of the no, the no. two people coming together and working and making. Stop. Stop. I I I, I beyond elbow you. I. Straight up punch you in the shin. <laughs> what? Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> I take a minute to recover. And roll that. for initiative. Is, right. That was surprising. <laughs> is there dissent among your ranks? No, this is how we show love. I smack a Lucia <laughs> in her face. What Let it be you? added to the scriptures. The, the <laughs> show prophets. love by punching your friends. <laughs> the, the prophet will often send his blessings in fours and those fours each have a different persona of the prophet you have the brains the bronze the beauty and the dwarf (laughs) (laughs) the brains the brawn the beauty and the The dwarf i didn't go to to five years of rogue school to be the beauty it's called the misdirect. That's what you went to rogue school for is the misdirect and your beauty just lets you pickpocket easier does it not also, mm. you, you you couldn't have called me the the reporter, the investigator, something. You called me the dwarf. Oh, so, uh, and and the unwilling participant. <laughs> <laughs> the dwarf is good. The dwarf is good. Uh, lead on to your village, um, and while we're while we're walking, has another uh, another sinner of the prophet past, uh, similar in form to us, yet seemingly running from us. Has any? one looking like us passed this way. The only one like yourselves we've seen is, is the prophet himself. And has he not been by recently? He last returned seven drops ago. And if we were to measure seven drops, uh, can you just count them out for me right now? How many <laughs> drops? How, how, how long is one how, drop? How lo- just well, count a drop. I can, okay. We'll, we'll we'll be here for a bit, but <laughs> if it That's is your all will, we need to know. <laughs> so, since we met, what percentage of a drop would you say that is? You're going to have to explain what a percentage is to me. <laughs> How I, much I, of a drop? 
how many times could we make this same conversation in a single drop? Ah, I see. You get the sense that that a that a drop is not a very long period of time. Maybe you know, ten minutes, sir. Okay. Oh. Okay. So it's been an hour since they saw the dude about. Yeah. Oh, how long is a short rest? About an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Then take um, us to the prophet. That's who we're here to see, uh, and as well as you, uh, but him too. The prophet has insisted that we not disturb his works, but perhaps if if you could lead us to slaughter the heathens of Toffee Town, then we would attract the attention of the prophet, yes? You have yet to show yourself worthy. You must show us to the prophet and... Uh, show that you are devoted to the cause. I kind of like shrink away from Adair, like, wow, damn. (laughs) That's new. I shall pray to the prophet and ask that he provide a visitation. Uh, Meanwhile, my, if you still wish, my associates can escort you back to Nut Colony. I like Nut Colony sounds fun. Yeah, I like nuts. You hear a lot of like murmuring of approval. Like, yes, 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 nuts, nuts, yes, yes, yes. Good, good, nuts. <laughs> hey, bring me, bring me to those nuts. So the 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 priest, the the one you were talking to, um, he sort of stays, saying, "Oh, great prophet, bless us with your presence. Your emissaries have arrived and wish to meet you." So what I do is uh first while he's doing this can i touch him can i uh put my hand on him kind of surreptitiously uh sure yeah all right so i want to do that and i want to cast uh resistance on him um, what um does resistance do resistance adds uh you roll a d4 and add that number to uh the saving throw of your choice but i would uh request that it be added to this next saving throw oh god okay (laughs) what's about to happen i then cast sacred flame uh which is a dex 13 saving throw but if oh wait oh yeah but add 1d4 to that saving throw yeah he uh he is so it it i should say is caught up so so fervently in its prayers that it just doesn't doesn't react at all as you as you cast the spell, and the spell just, just collides with it. Um, what does is, what is Sacred Flame look like? Uh, a flame-like radiance descends from the heavens oh. and does four damage to our chocolatey friend. Uh, okay, and he goes, Ah, oh, the prophet is displeased! He has smote me with his holy radiance! Oh, fuck. <laughs> Are we scared? Like, do we have any idea that you just did that? <laughs> I think yes. Uh, has a verbal and hand movement uh, component to it. So yes. Okay. You are aware that I did it, but I will say, uh, of, of course, he's displeased. You are delaying his servants from attending to him on this plane. You should bring us to him to cease the displeasure. Do um, not, people. <laughs> I am curious about the nut people. We're just like, we're in a whole new world. Like, what is the rush? Uh, if you want to roll uh, intimidation, um, you're you're very welcome to. Okay, fine. Let's do it. Uh, 14. 14? 
15 okay. minus one, 14. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, I, I, I have no wish to be an insubordinate servant, but I, I know not how to reach the prophet. I, I can show you whence he normally appears. Yes, do that, and, uh, and we will keep watch. Uh, he leads you north a uh, ways more to where there's what, what appears to be a sheer cliff leading maybe 100 feet up. It, it looks like up top. There's space at the top. Um, it's it's not just like a wall. So it's it's a cliff, and there's mm-hmm. there's an area on top. And he goes, we we call this the divine step. When when the prophet makes an appearance, he he shows up here, but we we know not how or, or from whence he comes. Well, I thank you for your aid, and uh, we would we would love to grace Nutstown, uh, and um. And prepare for the things to come. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, and and again, not to be insubordinate, but it's not colony. It's not to- Toffee Town. Is the is the filthy filthy uh, lair yes. where? To, yes, you're you're right. My mistake. To Nutville. And so Col- I'm like, so I shouldn't punch him because <laughs> he's being, he's like really testing us right now. And then I like I like nudge him on the shoulder just to get a, a feel for what their flesh is like. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, see, I love you. The best way I can think of to describe their flesh, it's like if a waterbed was made of like, the outside was made of very thick leather. Okay, so they're not gooey. Um, They're not like soft. Like you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't like press and penetrate. There's sort of like a, there's there's a skin around the edge. So two nut colony? Uh-huh. Two nut, nut city. That's good. Nutropolis. Nutropolis. Um, so he goes, yes, yes, follow me right this way, right this way. He leads you to, we'll, we'll call it the West, where there's sort of these these elaborate uh, structures kind of shaped out of the stone of the area. There's, yeah, a, a town full of, of chocolate ooze folk um, going about their, their chocolate ooze folk business. Are any of them sexy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what's sexy to you. Can't you roll? Can I roll for it to see if they're sexy? Roll, roll, roll to see if the 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 oozes are sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Will they do me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> roll a d twenty. Oh, just just a straight up d twenty. Sure. Yeah. Eighteen. Hot dog. Those are some sexy oozes. <laughs> I just don't all know. of them. You're discovering something about yourself. I just, I'm just, I probably haven't gotten laid in the last twenty four hours, so I'm just thinking about some sex. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I'm not, I, I'm going to assess the situation a little further, but I can definitely look and not touch, you know, sometimes like you are with chocolate in general. I mean, like, at this point, it feels kind you. of like coercion if they think we're gods. Oh, it's no, problematic. Yeah, you're, you're, you make it seem like most of, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Yeah, it's a consent <laughs> problem, actually. Yes, now that he brings it up. All I mean, Elysia, is that these people—they are—they are good-looking people, and I—if I play my cards right, I might—I might be satiated more than one way that chocolate can satiate a, a somebody. Um, so, where are they taking us? Um, so, the the priest uh, sort of leads you to the—we'll say the, the grandest of of the structures. Um, it goes well. This this is my home. I. I'm terribly sorry to say that I, I don't know what the proper way to receive an emissary of the prophet is. And until today, I, I didn't know the prophet had emissaries. There's, there's nothing about it in our, in our scriptures, but 
we'll certainly do our best to be accommodating to you. Uh, might I uh, take a look at your scriptures to make uh, sure that they have been transcribed properly? Well, our, our, our scriptures are oral. They're spoken. They're not written. Well, there's but... your problem. <laughs> oh? Yeah, <laughs> scriptures ought to be written so that they can't morph and evolve over time and have anything left out. Oh. Static. <laughs> Uh, understanding of the divine is important. <laughs> I can help you with that if you'd like. I can help you draft your scriptures. Adair, we are very Adair? busy. Adair? <laughs> We're very busy That's right not now. what the prophet brought us here for, Adair. We, and we have a lot going for us, buddy. So, Well, how about this? <sighs> we can stay here and wait for the prophet since we can't scale that cliff. And in the meantime, while we're waiting, why not aid the people we came to aid by helping them with their scriptures. Why don't we just try to understand these people a little bit better? That's what I'm doing. Oh, yes. I I, I understand you, uh, Mercury. Is there a good place to drink around here? Uh, ah, yes, of course. We can provide you with all the food and beverage you need. No, we wish to carouse with you. Very good. Not you specifically, you generally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> so, uh, is there a way to tell if these guys like blush or pa- pale at like certain emotion? <laughs> um, I'll I'll let you do if you want an insight check to see sort of like how how well you're able to interpret their emotions. Okay, great. I mean, I, that's certainly not my skill set, but that's a fourteen. I mean, you have you you can sort of tell that like uh, their their ooze skin sort of like tightens up in a certain way when they're when their tense are uncomfortable and and sort of like you know, loosens up when they're not and quivers and ripples when they're happy. Oh. So you, so you can kind of wow. get a general a general idea of, of their right. emotional state. Right. And uh, the priest goes, uh, yes, of course. We'll 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 have we'll have a feast. Uh we'll have a feast, we'll have drinks galore. Uh, and he forms two sort of pseudopods out of his his main body and and claps them together. And he goes, A feast for the emissaries. And oozes start slurping left, right, center, gathering up rocks of various sizes. Uh, there, there are bowls that they bring, which have some kind of brownish liquid in them. Wonderful. And, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, they present them to you. And anything in particular you want to chat with the, the oozes about? or Can I make sure that this is not... So, like, we eat chocolate, you know, in our world, like, that we just came from. Can I just make sure they don't... Like eat humans, like, <laughs> like, like, like about to be like fermented yeah. blood or something. No, it, it seems like the the stuff that they're presenting as food is just like it's chunks of rock. Oh, but like, the liquid isn't. The liquid, yeah, it looks like it's 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 melted down or or, or in some other way, you know, liquefied. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little sip of that liquid. And sure. I'm going to raise my bowl and say to Nut Village, and also take a sip of the liquid. Okay, and it's uh, <laughs> to Nut Village, <laughs> to Nut Colony, and the emissaries <laughs> of the Prophet. <laughs> um, yeah, and they uh, they sort of raise their bowls, and and as the as the liquid hits your mouth, it's it's got the texture of like extremely dense like sipping chocolate, mm. um, but it's again that like very very bitter, totally unsweetened taste. Um, so it's it, it's edible, <laughs> but it's not it's not nice. Yeah, this is worth it. 
and uh, the priest who you've been talking to sort of sidles up to Adair and goes, you seem very interested in, in our scriptures and, and our traditions. Uh, perhaps you'd like to meet the, the keeper of the scripture. I, I would. Good, good, good. After the feast is over, we'll, we'll take you to his, to his cave where he lives. Uh, he, he is neither of Nut Colony nor of Toffee Town. Mm. Uh, but he is, he is very well learned and, and informed and knows the scriptures better than anyone. That sounds like a man worth admiring, both as a emissary of the prophet and as a worshiper. Would you not agree? <laughs> of course, yeah, that's, that's why I suggested it. <laughs> I would love that concept, and uh, I shall speak to my cohort, if they would like to join me or not. And so I turn to the other two and say, oh yeah, a neutral party who appears to be uh, learned uh, and intelligent uh, for these creatures uh, seems to live in a cave nearby. I believe we may have an opportunity to meet him and glean some information that might get us to the top of that cliff. What is this guy's name? Uh, I, we've been talking to him now for like 30 drops and what's his name? <laughs> Which guy are you pointing at? The, the, the prophet guy. This guy is like all up our, all up our butt. Bud, what's Wait. your name? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, of course. I'm sorry. How rude of myself. I didn't introduce myself. Uh, my name is Schlorp. <laughs> Schlorp. I, I have to ask. No, no. Uh, Schlorp. 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 Yes, Schlorp. Close enough. <laughs> I have to ask, are any of the things you've given us uh, intoxicants? Intoxicants? Yes. Where's the booze? Booze? I, I don't know what this is. Uh, please tell us. Tell well, us. Well, yes, this is actually what we've come here for to, to spread the word. Jeez. Um, <laughs> This is not going to go well for no. This is going poorly. My hunch would be that if you let some of whatever this is sit for a, a month or two, you'll you'll arrive at a very pleasurable result. You should try it. Certainly, I, I will take your guidance. How, how how many drops in a month? Oh yes. Um. Well, <laughs> five hundred. Five hundred drops. Five hundred drops. You have heard the emissary's command. Leave out. The drink for five hundred drops. And actually, then drink I have, it. you know, I actually have something on me that you might, uh, you might wish to sample. I pull out a hip flask. It's uh, it's oh. only, it's about half empty, but uh, yeah, take a swig. Very well. <laughs> oh God, this is gonna. It reaches out. It reaches out a pseudopod, and how how do I how do I? Oh, there we go. Uh, it unscrews the the top of the flask and pours some of it over itself and goes, uh huh. Oh, oh my, is this, is this what it feels like to be a god? Yes, <laughs> you understand. Yes, I do. This is L wonderful. Listen, Schlorp, do you have a mate? Schlorp, Schlorp, Schlorp. Oh, it is hard to say, isn't it? It is hard. <laughs> Schlorp. 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 <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? Do you have a mate? Do I have a mate? <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me, what is a mate? 
God. Do you have someone that you tickle at night? Someone that you saddle up to when it gets cold? Someone that you multiply with? Is that what you think a mate is? Is that how you describe it? I'm trying to use the the nomenclature here. Yeah, and you can you can you can actually see that uh, the Schlorp reacts um, when you when you say multiply, and he goes, "Ah, yes, multiplying, of course." Uh, I I haven't uh, I have not myself yet multiplied, but uh, I I do hope to someday. Uh, I I don't understand what you mean when you say with someone else. Uh, Sometimes you must practice. Practice wow. one becoming two. It's oh. the other way around usually. Well, hmm. I assume that neither of you have heard of this um, goblin discovery called mitosis. Let me tell you about what the uh, the goblin scholar uh, who goes by the name of Lamarck. Uh, well, Lamarck, he once wrote that Mercury. if you were to watch two yeah. What do you say cells. we just sneak out and try to climb that cliff? Yeah. And cells, of course, are the things now? that make up little yeah. plants. All right. Let's go. Can I have a, a quick of the whisk? Yeah, I think he poured most of it on his head. But Yeah, but there, there's still something. Sure. Be something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so not, really not interested in my... Well, anyway, the, the, the creature splits in half and becomes two new creatures. And rather than... That's how it works. We get up to leave. Uh, yeah, Schlurp kind of waves the pseudopod at you and goes, Goodbye, emissaries! <laughs> Goodbye! Schlorp, I will do my best to return, but obviously I'm at the whims of the prophet and I must follow his other emissaries. Whatever so, you say. <laughs> uh, remember, great things come in fours. Okay. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs> bye now. So you guys are heading back to the Divine Steps, um, the the cliff, sort of at the north side of the cavern. Is there, uh, how many P's and are there any E's in the word Divine Steps? I mean, are there one E or two? Is it S-T-E-P-P-E or S-T-E-P-P-E? Oh, I, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, no, just one, one, well, I mean, you you one haven't page. seen it written out, but but one could assume <laughs> it was talking about step as in stairway, not step as in, uh, I don't know, places where horses ride over. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a geographer. <laughs> what is a step? It's like a plane, but damn it, Jim. But more Don't you have a priest to visit? Doesn't uh, it look like it's there? there? Are you trying to split the party in an unknown area? <laughs> this is not the normal world. We probably should stick together, lest we it can't find. It does seem like there are forces higher than us that we're encouraging such a thing. I'm just saying. I, I believe that we ought to visit the scholar before we climb the cliff. But um, I can't see any reason to visit a like, scholar at this moment. I feel like we've been here before where we just can't get along in the many different adventures we've been on in this many different multitudes of lives that I've lived. What are you talking about? I don't know. Something just made me really drunk. Was the uh, chocolate an intoxicant? I don't really know. Or maybe it's a soberant. By the way, Derek, how's my rock in my mouth? Um, I mean, it's still, yeah, still hard, hard as. All right. I, I take note. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what is this? Uh, what does the cliff face look like? Is it totally smooth, or does it look like something a rock climber could get up? It is. No, it's it's definitely not totally smooth. Um, it would be. So it's what did I say? It's about a hundred feet high. Mm-hmm. It would be. It would be a very difficult climb. But you know, like free solo guy could probably do it. Oh boy! Huh. And there's no uh, zigzaggy zags, ups, ups. 
No, not that you can see. Um, but yeah. if you want to, uh, if you want to search around, um, you can roll. Uh, yeah. Investigation, maybe nature. Uh, whatever you say. They're both zeros. So, natural twenty. Holy shit! Okay, all For right. The record, I'm flipping Derek off right now because that probably didn't go as well as he wanted it to. <laughs> all right, we do. Uh, yeah. All right. So yeah, I mean, the dice tell their story. Uh, so you're you're searching around and just sort of feeling along the rock face, and you feel as you sort of shimmy shimmy down, your hand sort of slips through the rock face at one point, and you realize there's some kind of illusion here. Oh snap! Oh snap! Oh snap! It's magic! I hate magic. What's magic? Look! Woo! Oh, that is magic. Let's Look at go. That. I put my hand through goes right yeah, on through that's nice yeah it, it feels like room temperature you know yeah, body temperature good. i don't feel anything in and out just it's in like and out. A, a standard illusion hands coming in <laughs> hands going out it's yeah great. It's, can i tell the type of magic that's used or the um uh, whether or not it's being maintained by someone close by or anything like that you can you can roll arcana for it sure I mean, it's it's illusion magic. Like that doesn't take a roll to, to yeah. learn that. Yeah. Uh, Arcana. So twenty seventeen okay. plus three. Yeah. So it's some kind of some kind of persistent illusion um, that was set up. It's not like a concentration spell, if that's what you're asking, um, where it needs to be like actively maintained. It's more of like a you know an enchantment. You set it up and and it kind of does its thing. All right. Well, let's go in. Why this not? Promising. Boy, we're good at going through things without knowing what's on the other side. Why stop now? So who's who's passing through first? I will. Oh, I will because I was the one who there discovered go. it. Good. Then say it faster, Jessica. <laughs> go it's ahead, a- Adair, you old fart. <laughs> oh, is that what you're doing now? Are you are you just okay? I'm happy to whatever. Go for it. Okay, I walk in. Um, so Dare, yeah, so you pass right through the the illusory uh, cliff face. And on the other side, uh, you see it's not like it's not a huge room. It's not like an entrance to a, like a cave complex or anything like that. It's just like the actual wall of the cliff kind of uh, indents a little bit here. Um, and you can see that leading up the side of the cliff here, the stone, the rock has been like shaped into kind of like ladder rungs. Um, so it wouldn't be too difficult to climb up the ladder. Would it be difficult for a 300-year-old person, though? 700, I think. 700-year-old? Um, so you'll make an athletics check, um, but it but it will have a very low DC. Well, uh, here's what I'm thinking. Look, this is... It, it couldn't hurt to be safe than sorry. And uh, if if you don't mind, I'll go last and give each of you, um, you know, a little prayer to boost you on the way up, if you if you don't mind my, my assistance. You think we can't climb a ladder? It's a hundred feet and I don't want you to fall. It's better to be safe than sorry, is it not? I have the toms. Do you want to look up our 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 our, our pants? <laughs> <laughs> I touch uh, Mercury uh, and just say, you don't worry about it now. And yeah, you have guidance, which is you add one D4 to a uh, skill check if you want. Okay, great. Thanks. I'll, I'll roll the athletics on this and use that extra D4. Weirdo. I'm a freaking athlete. 17 plus. 
Hey, if you rolled a natural one, you would have been happy to have that extra D4. 18. I would have had to have called it still ahead, right? Yeah. I would still have to say yeah. I was going to use it. Yeah. But thank you. Thank you so much. 18. Or something so you, like that. you very easily scamper up the ladder, um, you know, two rungs at a time if you want. Or... Yeah, yeah. Ba- I bound it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I swim up the ladder. <laughs> I docky paddle it. So, Do I get uh, one? Uh, yeah, on you go, and I pat you on the back, and as I touch you, I give you the guidance as well. I'll actually use it. I did too. Oh, I thought you said you didn't. No, I did use it. I got eight. To, well, wait, one D four. Oh, I have to roll one D four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five total. Whoa, five total. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? Yep. DC of five, so you make it, uh, but. Uh, but I'm panting by the time yeah, I get exactly. to the top. Exactly. I mean, 100 feet is a long oh, way. God, no one told me. No one told me I'd have to climb ladders. I've been, I've been up, like, stretching while they've been <laughs> taking forever. Now, the, my question is, can I guide myself? Can I do uh, self-guidance? What's the text of the spell? Uh, you touch one willing creature. Uh, yeah. Uh, if, if there's nothing, if it doesn't say, like, other creature or anything, you can yeah. definitely do yourself. That is a two plus a two plus Jesus. a zero. I get a four on a DC check five. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, Adair, I think, tell me if this makes sense, but I think you make it like halfway up and you're just like, you're out. Of, you're, your tank's empty. Uh, you uh-huh. just can't, can't go. I live further. here now. <laughs> <laughs> Tot- Tothar kind of looks up from the pod and goes, sir. Are you okay? Uh, uh, I I misjudged how well I could still climb. Well, how similar this would be to a tree and how I last climbed a tree 600 years ago. Oh, <laughs> I've misjudged many things. <laughs> maybe I'll... maybe maybe come just come down come down slowly. I'll I'll, I'll catch you if you fall. I have a rope. <laughs> that, that, a might, rope? that might help. I'll uh Let's see. How long is my rope? Oh, it's 50 feet and you're halfway up. Brilliant. Perfect. So I let my rope down. Yeah, so we'll, we'll count that as um, taking the help action. Um, so that'll give you advantage on the roll. Uh, okay. So go ahead and roll, roll again. A nine. So yeah, so with a nine, you know, it's st- still not quite easy going, but, um, but with Elysia's help, you know, she's able to, to take some of the effort and yeah. uh, you make it to the top. So our order of arriving at the, the top of the cliff uh, is going to be Mercury, then Elysia, then significantly later Adair, and finally Tothar. Um, so Mercury, um, you're the first to, to, to crest the cliff. And at the top, you see uh, it's, it's not a huge area. It's maybe like, uh, like a quarter of an acre, all told. Um, basically like, you know, one, like a suburban residential like plot. Sort, yeah, totally. Um, of area at the top of the cliff. Um, and in in suburban fashion, right in the center of the cliff, there's a very cozy, inviting looking cottage. And am I to uh, assume that the, the the peoples have never been here? They just know that the prophet arises here or shows up here. I, I certainly think as a player, um, that would that would be a reasonable inference to draw. Um, you know, up to you if uh, if Mercury makes that connection. Uh, I, I, I would hope Mercury would make that connection. So. Uh, I don't know how smart she is. I think she knows that these people have been duped somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and I and by finding a cozy cottage, I'm assured of that. Is does the cottage look like it's currently inhabited? 
Uh, yeah, it does actually. Um, so Greg, you asked what it was made out of. I think sort of like a like a log cabin kind of. Yeah, there's like a a bearskin rug out in front, um, and you can you can actually smell through the windows um, the smell of some kind of like cooking meat. Is it made of logs or like chocolate, chocolate logs? logs? No, it's it's yeah, it's. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, no, it's not it's not at all um, made out of materials um, that seem to be native to this area at all. And the, no. and the meat is obviously not too. Um, yeah. All right, I'd like to um, yes, I'm a fighter, but I'd like to surreptitiously as possible uh, scope out the area before my party arrives, see if I can get a feel of how to get the jump on this person or see who's inside without being noticed. Yeah, I think I think the most important skill there is stealth. Um, so why don't you roll a stealth check? Oh, okay, could be worse. We are up to three surreptitious. I can't say it right now. Uh, surreptitiously in this episode, we're up to three already. Now three, we're up to like one hundred because yeah, you just said. I'll grab my yeah. I'll grab my thesaurus. Yeah, well, why don't you grab your editing scissors and cut? Wait, that so way. I said. I said times we said surreptitiously. I said yeah. surreptitious again because you couldn't say it. Yeah, I that can't. was purposeful. I still can't. I got it. And so uh, that's why you've been counting it because you have a vendetta against surreptitious. Surreptitiously. You got it. Uh, eight. So you, as sneakily as you can, Ugh. make your way over to the over to the window. What happens when you send a warrior to do a rose job of the cabin? Terrible. And you peer through the window, and you see the the inside again. looks Looks very very cozy. You can see a large rug in, in sort of the middle of the room. There are two leather chairs, two like tall leather chairs facing a fireplace that has a deer's head mounted above it. Very, very hunting lodge. <gasps> My head? No. Oh, boy. <laughs> ah, God. Kick him off. Kick him off the podcast. Uh, and you see, at, at first you see the back of, of a head. Uh, peeking over the top of one of the chairs, but you don't think you're really making any noise. But the person kind of leans forward a little bit and and looks around the edge of the chair at you and uh, raises a little crystal goblet of of some kind of probably uh, booze at you. Kind of smiles. I don't really dumbstruck. Uh, I'm, I'm like I, I'm not. Uh, I'm like, do you know who I am? <laughs> you, you actually say that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, at this at this point, probably, um, Alicia, you've uh, you've crested the the edge of the cliff, and and you probably see uh, see Mercury uh, kind of leaning in the window, yelling into the window. Yep. Do you recognize me? Uh, I'm gonna sneak around the other side, see if I uh, can. Well, no, nah, I'm gonna sneak up next to her and try to just like see what what the hell's going on over here. But trying not to be noticed. Yeah. Okay. Um. Why don't you you roll stealth? Show us how it's done. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. wow. I, don't, I don't have this expertise thing that uh, Adair has, mm -hmm. but it's still a 21. So as far as you can tell, the, the person inside does not notice you. Uh, and Mercury, the, the person inside, goes, Ah, well, you, you got here faster than I expected, I, I, I must admit. Pleased to meet you. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I never got your name. Who are you? Well, me? I'm, I'm Durazar, of course. You came here from my chocolate shop, did you not? Come outside. I can't understand you. Why, why don't you come in? It's it's very warm in here and cozy. And I don't trust got, you. I wouldn't do that, Mercury. 
I don't trust you. Okay. Um, That's right. Pour me some alcohol. Okay. Very, very well, madam. <laughs> uh, and yeah, he sort of like prepares a little tray of drinks and um I want to see you make it. Take a sip of that of mine. <laughs> he's, he's, all right. Pours some, takes a little sip of it. Will that please? Will that satisfy you? I've seen you. You drink a sip of it. As long as you don't have a disease, I'm down. Let's drink. Come out. Very well. Uh, and he uh, he takes the tray and he walks out. He comes out to the to the front of the of the cabin and makes a little like flick of his wrist and and a little uh, wooden table appears and he places the the drinks on it. Now, won't you have a drink? Well, yeah. You just made one. I'm sorry. I'm still talking it as hey, though we're talking between. Hey, hang, hang on. I I stopped trying to be sneaky. Um, <laughs> hang on, uh, Mercury. Let's make him take a sip first. I don't trust this guy. He took a sip of mine. I watched him. Oh, well, I was. That was I was, well, that was the whole point. Well, I made him make it, and then take a sip. Do mine. Do mine next. All right. I'm. Are, are are you trying to get me drunk? Is that what's happening? I mean, you're <laughs> pretty sexy, but I uh, didn't anticipate that. But uh... yeah, he he takes a sip of the drink and he goes, "Now, now, now, please, won't you?" Are just... you drunk? I don't, I don't think so. Maybe okay. maybe a bit buzzed. Uh, great, I've been, great. I've been s- s- sipping on that cognac since I got here. Okay, here's the deal. Why 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 did you evade us? Why are you the prophet? Why is this alcohol so good? And why do you have a house up here? This is strange. I mean, we should remember to ask the main question. Oh, why, why did, did you break into the, the shop? Yeah. Why did you kidnap Tolthar? Yeah, oh. so he goes, yes, uh, of course. I, I should have known. That's why you're here. Which one? You just said a lot of things. <laughs> Sorry, you, you want to know uh, why I broke into the chocolate shop or, or why I tied up the reporter? Can you signed this affidavit just saying that you did do that. Adair, give me give me one of those papers you have. Give it, and I just try to grab his journal away from him. Uh, I I give to give her my uh, backup journal. Okay. Will you sign this affidavit saying that it was you that broke into the other candy shop? Uh, no, obviously I'm not going to do that. I'm not an idiot. Well, hmm. can you give us more money <laughs> than what? The I, bounty that was put out. I cast charm person. I think he's going to try to. I think he's going to counterspell. Hey, rude. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Um. He goes now. Now look. Okay. Well, I had to try. Well, I, and I. I don't blame you. I, I know we're all just. We're all just doing what we need to do. Now, let's get back to that previous conversation. You. You mentioned a financial transaction. Uh, now, let me just say that is speaking my language. I mean, the, the the deal is that you would pay us to not turn you in because you'd be paying us more than what our initial bounteer no, was going to pay I, us. Believe me, I I understand the the concept. Then uh, why I, aren't you just further elaborating on it? I'm I'm sorry. Are we are we being civil here or are we? Uh... I, I don't know, man. I don't know. You kidnapped somebody. We don't know the motive or why you got into the chocolatier in the first and place. He, have a lot of. And that's him right here. Look at this. Look at him. Look him in the eye. Oh, I, I see. I see him over there. Done. That's not well, the chocolatier. That's that. That's, that's Tothar, the, the reporter. Oh no, no, no. We yeah, we're we're all Which, on the same page there. Why did you do that to the reviewer too? Well, let me explain. I have a vision and that is 
to become the greatest, nay, the only chocolatier in the realm. And there's a couple things that need to happen in order for that to take place. Number one, I need to get some good press out there because we know it's all about marketing, right? Number two, I need to discourage, eliminate, acquire my competition. So that's what was going on with the other chocolate shop. Uh, number three, I need to grow and and scale my business and my production so that's what i'm that's what i'm doing here any other questions well yeah i have several questions about uh where we are the chocolate creatures the portal that you use that i have a lot of questions and so here is my proposition uh there are three of us so you must triple the bounty we were promised from the fixer and you must provide me with all of the information necessary to understand where we are how to get here the portals and all of that 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 would be my suggestion as to how we move past this awkward moment and get us back to where we came from oh obviously yeah um you know i'm 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 certainly happy to to explain all the goings on in this lovely pocket plane as far as the uh, the financial aspect maybe let's let's not get to silvers and golds just quite yet Ah, you're saying you're an insolvent startup is the is the term they use for a businessman like you. Well, my, my capital is very highly leveraged, as they, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just to understand. I, I, think I, I think I get it. You don't have the money. But then what's to incentivize us from not turning you in then? Well, the way it seems to me, I'm your ticket home, so we'd better come to some kind of agreement or else. Uh, do right. you do you have a mate? Do I do I have a mate? Just curious. Uh, am I ma- well, the way I see it, I'm married to my business, so that's always going to come first. Got it. So so far we've made a number of propositions and you've shot them all down. So what exactly are you uh, are you hoping to get out of this arrangement? Well, look, now I want to say y'all y'all have shown a great deal of entrepreneurial spirit, a lot of skill, a lot of je ne sais quoi, as they say, in order to get here. I wonder, are, are you interested in joining a booming startup? I, I'd be willing to provide you with stock options and a great deal of exposure. I mean, I do need, no. I, I could use the sponsor because my last sponsor died. I'm not at all interested in wealth or power, uh, so that doesn't interest me in the slightest. I am. However, uh, I already got a a sugar mama, as it were, perfectly happy with that. And in fact, my best way to getting more sugar is to turn you in. I see. Well, it certainly doesn't seem like we're seeing eye to eye now, does it? I don't know. Well, how about this? We'll make a deal. I don't think we're in a position to do that, but there. Don't we, say that. There's there's four of us and one of him. Sure, he's a little bit magical, but that's fine. Uh, we can deal with that. Uh, but here's here's what I suggest. Is you open a portal back, and there are no promises between us beyond that. We go our separate ways, and you may be hidden here with no one able to find you, but we'll at least know who you are. And you can do what you will with that information. He takes a minute, um, looks as if he's considering. 
as well. I've given your proposition a deal of thought, and after careful consideration, I've decided to reject it. He reaches into his robe, and he pulls out a vial and smashes it on the ground, and there's a blinding flash of light. And that's where we'll end. Ah, blinding flash of light, boiled again. <laughs> I think you missed that. That's where we'll end part. I know, I know. I'm just, I, that's how Jessica feels. <laughs> <laughs>